Welcome to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It's me, the Q-Dog, and Coach Rita. Say what's up, Coach Rita. What's up? I guess you could say what you want. I yeah. just say what's <laughs> you up. You need to tell me what to say. That's right. What am I doing? <laughs> I need some self-reflection. <laughs> some awareness. That's right. We got it going on in the studio here with our producer, Ashley, and she is keeping us on the rails. We get that she signal is. when it's time to wrap it up so I don't go into another 48-minute episode, but rest assured... When the cat's away, the mice will play. <laughs> All right. So, hey, we, we got to get into something here because, you know, we were talking, you know, after the last episode and, and there's some things that I need to get off my chest. <laughs> um, you know, what I was saying, I'll just, I'll just kind of start like this. T- to me, like, uh, you know, my, um, my university every day is my commute to work. I got like an hour and 15, hour and 20 minute commute. Mm-hmm. And I use that time to listen to podcasts, inspirational videos by say like a Jim Rohn or uh, Anthony Robbins or Les Brown. Um, maybe I'll listen to a book, mm-hmm. a book, you know, then listen to some music. But it, that's my time to really get myself built up and fired up for the day ahead. And when I hear something, when I hear something that makes complete sense and says, that is absolutely an upgrade for how I operate, I take it. When I get to where I'm going, I'll write it down or I'll have Siri text it to me, okay? I take it and I employ it. Uh-huh. And it's like, I'm not waiting until tomorrow to employ it. I'm putting it in now because it's an instant upgrade to my life. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to make the bitter beer face. One of the things that's really hard for me is, you know, and I don't want to turn anybody off, but when people come to me and they say, I want your help. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I get fired up. I get excited because I just want people's lives to be as good as they want it to be. Right. And I'm like, look, man, well, here, look, I'm. Used to, I would overwhelm people. Just absolutely overwhelm Rapid them. Rapid fire. Like, you know, 20, 30 things. It's like, here's 20 or 30 things that you could do today mm-hmm. that will be better for your life. And that's overwhelming to people. For me, it's not. I can One eat the meat, spit out the bones. I, I mean, give it all to me. Give right. me it all so I can, you know, prioritize or I can see what is, what's an upgrade for me the best. Right. Maybe, you know, to the most impactful, maybe to the least impactful. And I can just, I can just do it. Mm-hmm. But everybody's not that way. No. Everybody's not that way where it's like if you're asking me for help and I'm helping you, I, I can I, not instantly and I'm not perfect at it all the time, but I can I can just put it in my game plan and go for it. Whereas other people, um, they need time to like consider it or something. <laughs> and I that's hard for me. I- <laughs> that's really hard for me it's like okay so you see him the next day it's like okay so how you doing did you apply everything and it's like no i gotta think about that and i'm like what's there to think about it's like this is something you know this can help you Mm -hmm. and you're not doing it yet what the heck is that all about rita that is that is for i mean i got a lot of patience for people Mm -hmm. okay and over the course of time i mean my dad used to he didn't make a joke, but it was a serious, it was like, 
you know, I'd come home from work when I was a senior in high school. I'd come home from work at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and I would sit at the table and I'd be doing my counseling sessions then with my friends on the phone. Uh Um, you know, and he could, (laughs) I don't know why he didn't walk out in the kitchen and be like, get out of here. I'm trying to sleep, you know, um, so I've, it's, it's always, it's like a natural thing for me mm-hmm. to just help people. But what is it, why does it frustrate me so bad when people ask for help and then it seems like I care more about their upgrade in this life than they do? Like they need time to think about it, to, to consider it, it, to process it. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm just too quick to change sometimes and mm-hmm. that's a fault of mine. But what is it? I got two fists in the air and I'm shaking them. You see this? You have to always consider who's standing in front of you. Because, you know, um, I I come across that on a daily basis. You know, people know that I, I'm a life coach. So they'll come up and say, hey, can I just have your advice or your opinion on something? Um, or I need help. And I have to instantly click in to who's in front of me because if people are asking for help, more than likely they're asking for help their way, not my way. Mm. So because I am a lot like you, I'm huge on personal development. I'm huge. Like if someone would come to me and say, hey, Rita, you know, I see you doing this. I'll evaluate it. Like instantly I'll evaluate it. And if I see that it's not benefiting me or people around me, I adjust that. I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. but it's something consciously that I work at. That's my personality. That's how I am. I can't expect everyone who comes and stands in front of me is just like me. Yeah. So I have to know, like per se, who is my audience? Who Who is this that's standing in front of me? Are they a personality that... Um, they have like a, um, like the DIS profile, okay? D-I-S-C. So I'm just familiar with it. D is dom- domineering. I is um, influence. S is um, stable. Um, and C is critical. Who is this that is standing before me? Okay, I know what I am and this is how I would do it. However, if I have somebody like your wife, Jeannie, she's an S. She's 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 definitely that stable, loyal, trust trustworthy. Um, she likes all her ducks in a row. Um, she needs to be um, like she needs to be. What is the word I'm looking for? Kind of like told ahead of time what's going to be happening. She needs that security. She needs that stability. If I know that's what's standing in front of her, I need to adjust me Mm. according to her that I'm able to speak her language and what it is and how it is that she's going to understand it. Perfect example is the speed bumps. Mm -hmm. Like to me and you, like what the heck is the big deal? Like, so what the fight, you know, the house is on fire. Like we'll figure that out later. That's a huge speed bump on her part. Right. Where our personalities are more, you know, like let's just get in there and let's just do it and just give it her on. Who really cares how it all, you know, happens where she's more, she needs to know, like you need to, um, um, include her in it and, and just take it a little bit slower. 
with your personality, I could rattle off 50 million different things and you're okay with it. With Jeannie, I would have to go a little bit, not like, I don't want to say like slower, but more meaningful, like connecting with her on her level on how it is that she's wired. So what frustrates you is that, this might sound really bad, is that because I'm so like you, it's like, why can't they just see it my way? Like, yeah. I don't understand yeah. why they just can't yeah. see it. Why? Or the best thing, and this is where you would need to like start like kind of like backing up a little bit is what I said earlier. It's like, wait a second, wait a second. If I'm working harder at you for you to be better, then I need to step back a little bit because I can't want your change more than you want it. Yeah. And so if, if, we're giving, we're giving our all and we're wanting them to change. And they're just like, mm, no, I'm not there yet. And we're wanting it more than they want it. Then we need to step back a little bit and say, okay, wait a second. I got to put this more into perspective and, yeah. and, and let them, and let them be them and how it is that they process it. Okay. My husband is a high C. I'm a high I, D I. Um, and, um, I fought that for a really long time because when you hear domineering, I'm just going to be honest. When you hear like a woman is domineering, she has a very D personality. You think of a bitch. I'm just being serious. Yeah. I mean, that's <clears throat> just what you think. Right. Well, I didn't want to be a bitch. I wanted to be a happy one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's just how I saw it. So my husband and I are so opposite and I would get so frustrated at the sense of like, isn't this really good? Like I would share something with him. He'd just be like, yeah, I need to think about that. Or I need to ponder that a little bit. I'm like, what the hell do you need to ponder? Yeah. Like I'm giving you the best <laughs> advice right now. Like you can't just take it for what it is. He's like, yeah, I need to mull that over a little bit. Yeah. It used to frustrate me. But in learning all of this, it's like, I have to allow him to be him and how it is that he processes it because we all are so different. Right. We all are wired different. I mean, you could be raised in a home with tons of siblings. And when you walk out and you start living life, it's funny how we all our siblings look at life so differently. Right. Because it's all in how it is that we process it and take it in, all based on our personalities. Yeah. So you just have to... You have to understand who is this that's in front of me. And when they say they need help, they want help their way. Yeah, I guess that, I guess, um, and, and as of late, I've kind of come to the place where it's like, I'm not putting any unrealistic expectations on the people that come to me for help. I'm freely giving you this advice. Right. This is bad. I'm not expecting you to take it. But I'm happy to give it to you. Mm -hmm. And then if I see some of that implemented, I kind of get giddy. And I'm like, okay, let's keep feeding this thing, right. man. Um, but yeah, I, so I, it's taken a long time because I would, yeah, I would give somebody advice, lay out a plan for whatever the case is. And if it didn't work out because they didn't do it, I felt like it was my fault. And I'm like, why am I feeling this way? They, you know, it's like they have... They, so, so I guess now what I could say is they come to me and say, well, I need help. I can use that Rita-ism. Okay, what does that look like? Exactly. What kind of help do you need? Right. Because that's what you're there for. Yeah. And that, uh, that'll help me because, you know, people have told me constantly if they need to be 
you know, if they need to be built up or encouraged or inspired, mm -hmm. they'll call me. It's like, man, I just need to talk to this guy. Right. Because I'm just happy to be alive. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to be alive. Um, but it's not my obligation to fix everybody either. And that was, that's really hard for me because I know, I know the value of rewriting the script, mm -hmm. the benefit of developing personally, right. um, and how much, how much better I am on the inside, um, that maybe people didn't know about because I am such a jokester, you know, and it's, you know, what's funny about that disc profile. Um, I wanted to be the the, the D to be the dominant letter in me because that's what I saw as the leader. Mm -hmm. I wanted, I, I saw that as the all cream of the crop. Yeah. That's, that's what everybody wants to be is that dominant leader. <laughs> and I think I was an I, um, it was like an IS, but then I, uh, you know, as I started to, as I started to develop personally and I had taken it again, I was actually high I and high D. Mm -hmm. which was surprising to me because at that point I was like, I don't, I don't need to put an expectation on who I am. I just need to find out who I am right. and develop that. Guy. And are you congruent? Right. And that, that's, and, that's really important if you're congruent because what's going on on the inside, is that really what you're portraying on the outside? Right. So, that, and that is what matters mm -hmm. because if you're, if you're spiked, you know, in a couple of areas or one area, you're obviously overcompensating for some reason. Right. And that, you know, going back to, to that, uh, living life by design, when you had to stand in front of a crowd of people uh -huh. and kind of convince people that you were different, that was tricky. You know, it that really was tricky. had to come from the depth of who you are right? to yeah. almost convince yourself, this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And you did have those people in there that said, I don't care what you sounded like. I wasn't standing up on the first try. Right? And uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, I think sometimes with our personalities, um, the high eye people, they're the fun loving party animal kind of people. We see the best in everybody. Mm -hmm. um, that is our downfall. Yes, it is. Um, we see the best in everybody. We want the best of everybody. You know, f you, we want the best for them. And sometimes we overcompensate and um, we try to make it happen for them mm -hmm. because our heart is really to to see the people reach their full potential. Right. And we'll help them any way that we can to get them to get there. Where other personalities are a little bit slow moving in that direction where, um, like high C people, they don't trust nobody for nothing. Like mm -hmm. you have to prove it to them yeah. before, you know, you get into their good graces of, okay, this person I can trust. I mean, gotcha. and I don't, and I'm not saying this like in a bad way to say one's better than the other. It's understanding that we're different and we're all wired differently. So I think sometimes with with the um, high eye personality is that we are always rooting for the underdog. Like we're rooting for them to come through and we're going to celebrate them. We're going to have a party. Any reason to have a party for a high eye? Hey, we're all about it. So that that's just knowing yourself, knowing where you're coming from, um, knowing how it is that you're wired because that's what it is when people come to you and say, hey, I need help. That is like, you know, that's your, that's your whole being of, yes, like, yes, you're the best. And, and, um, I'm going to encourage you and yes, you can do it. And that's just you.
Yeah. It's just you. Not everybody's like you. Right. And it's a good thing because yeah. um, we need people. Diversity. You know, we need those people with um, with those different. We need people wired differently because otherwise, you know, there are many things in this world that wouldn't get accomplished mm-hmm. or you couldn't get along. If everybody's the influence, then nobody's influenced, you know, because we're all we're all competing for the loudest exactly. voice. And that, you know, so I, it's probably a really good way, not necessarily a planned way, but a good way to start today's, you know, rewriting the script episode two, mm-hmm. um, which is how are you hardwired? Right. Because if you don't know yourself, then you can't start the process of changing yourself because right. you won't understand why the heck do I act this way? Exactly. So I know, um, I know we talked a few minutes before this got started and you have plenty of questions. You always have the greatest questions. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to unleash you that because it's, it's more questions of self-reflecting. So it's really, you know, a lot of you listeners, um, maybe just be on the road or getting ready in your bathroom and you're just, you know, listening to, to this conversation that we're having and, and, you know, you, how is it that you're hardwired? is really important to know because that's how you're going to process things. So these are the questions that I would have for you in, in these episodes that we're doing of rewriting the script is Mm self-reflecting and, and how you self-reflect is with those open-ended questions. So I'm just going to rapid fire, throw you some open-ended questions whether you choose to write them down or you could come back and listen to this, this part of the segment. And it's really, it's really, how do you, these are the questions that I would ask, like, how do you respond to your wife? So just like, let that sink in. And that could be on so many different levels. Yeah. How do you respond to her when she comes in the room? How do you respond to her when you come home? How do you respond to your, to her when you guys have been um, either if you're traveling with your um, job or, you know, you're gone for a lot of hours? How are, how are you responding to her in her presence? Cause so, so those are the things to think about when you're walking into your house tonight after you've gotten home from work. Yeah. How is it? Are you attentive? What is it that you do? So how do you show your love to her? What is it? What are the things that you do to show love? You know, like you said, get a journal. You're going to have to start getting a journal to start writing this stuff because you won't be able to remember it. Because I can almost say you don't even remember what you had for dinner last night because that's just, you know, how we are. So how do you communicate? How do you deal with disappointments? How do you handle finances? How do you raise your children? How do you embrace vulnerability? How are you about being intimate? These are all how are you because I'm wanting you to self-reflect on you. Now, this isn't a bad thing. This isn't a negative thing. This is something to like expand you and to broaden you. How you are like what I want people truly, truly to understand is you have to come to a point in your relationship that you cannot hold someone responsible 
for something that they've been taught when they know nothing different. Mm -hmm. You can hold them responsible in the sense of, I'm going to bring this to your awareness. Like with, I'll use my husband as an example. I'm sure he won't get mad. Um, Having a conversation with him about his selfishness. That's a hard conversation to have, Mm -hmm. to bring to somebody's awareness. And the way that I did it, did it, it wasn't like, dude, you are the most selfish person that I know on this face of the earth. Like, like I didn't approach it that way. It's approaching it that, you know what? I know you're better than this. I see you better than this. I'm speaking to that part of you that is so much more and so much better than what it is that you're giving out. Mm. And it's something that you need to take note of that your selfishness gets in the way of your true expression of who you are. Mm. Okay. Unbeknownst to him, like, what do you mean I'm selfish? Like, awareness okay there was none there but you only do what you've been taught yeah so so when you're taught that and and you just go through life and you're just doing what it is that you're taught you're you're on autopilot you just do what you do because you do it's not it's not a conscious intentional thing of him being selfish and me as a wife i have to step back and say how is it that I could hold him responsible for something that he doesn't know any different? Because it's just something that how how he was taught. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it, it's weird because sometimes you get locked into the trap of thinking everybody's actions are on purpose towards you. Totally. Like, that person just cut me off. Because they don't like me. Right. Or it was all about me. Right. Um, when, why are we getting upset at somebody's normal? Exactly. You know, and you and you brought that out. Why are we getting upset at somebody's normal? Um, and, and, and why is it so easy to identify what's wrong with other people's normal and not your own? Right. You know, that is... Uh, that's a challenge right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would say, you know, the que- the questions that you've posed, they, they're great questions. Because I think what um, what you're asking us to do is to reflect on how am I doing this? Right. A, let's figure out, you know, where am I at? Let's kind of get an idea of how I'm wired. And then let's get an idea of what what or why or how I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. So let's take let's take uh let's take that first uh, one of those first ideas is like, you know, when you come home, how are you treating your wife right. or how are you interacting with her? So once you observe that, maybe the next step is to ask her how she would like for you to interact with her when you come home. Exactly. Because and that is that is a case in point on rewriting the script. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't necessarily want to interact with her how you would want to be interacted with. What you want to do is you want to you want to meet that 
that need or that desire that makes her feel special, that makes her feel loved, that makes her feel secure, that makes her feel like you're intentionally doing things that build her as a person, mm-hmm. that meet her needs. So if you look at that, and it's that, I mean, that's just a brilliant idea to say, what am I doing? And in a perfect world, like I'll tell Jeannie this, think of the best, think of the worst. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not in the worst, but you're not at the best, and why not have the best? Right. So you can look at how you're, you know, how, how am I doing this? And then, honey, I, w- I just want to know, what would make you feel great? You know, what would make you feel, is it variety? Do you need me to come home one day and sing to you? Or you know, what, who knows what it is? Right. But the, the point is, is that that is a, that's a, a really great way to start rewriting the script and right. how you're operating when it comes to something as simple as interacting with your wife mm-hmm. when you come home. What it does is it causes you to be present to you. And a lot of times that we're not even, you know, so many times we're so busy in life. We're just going through life and just autopilot, you know, we're, we're just maneuvering through life instead of really stopping and being present, like to be present, to connect in this moment, you know, that, that, um, at any time when your eyes connect, like you've built this and your eyes connect and it's just a look. It's just, it's just something that your husband does or your wife does and you just connect mm-hmm. and you just know, okay, like everything's going to be okay. But when we go through life and we're just going through um, the motions of life, there's no connection because we're not being present to our surroundings and what it is that's happening around us. Yeah. Cause you know, most of us think life is all about me. So Life's all about you know, me. Um, that's a huge thing to break. It's a huge thing. So that that's these lessons, these not lessons, but these examples and um, exercises that you can do with yourself. Because the greatest question to ask yourself is, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Example, if you're apprehensive to go in and hug your wife and kiss her when you come home from work or come home from whatever to embrace her. If you've never done that before, it is going to be very awkward. And your wife is probably even going to look at you like, what are you doing? Like, you don't, you know, it's going to be awkward. It really is going to be different when you start to change because you're going through so many different emotions in your head. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. She's going to reject you. Don't do it. She's going to think you're crazy. Um, it's in those moments that you stop yourself and, and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Like, why am I feeling like I'm apprehensive to go hug my wife? Mm -hmm. What is it that I saw my parents do? Like, where, where is that real that's playing and telling you something different? If this is the outcome that you want and, and you want to connect with your wife, that's the thing that you have to do. But that script is playing in your mind. No, this is how you do it. No, this is how you do it. It's once you step over to that other side mm-hmm. and you start doing it every day, every day, every day, it just becomes part of who the new you is. That's right. 
And it's just applying that on a daily basis. Like I told you earlier, you know, change is the road less traveled. Yeah. You won't meet very many people on that road. And when you do, it's far and few and in between. And you're so happy to see somebody on that road with you. Like, yes, we're heading towards the same goal of change and growth and self-development. That it's it's not a road that's, you know, highway to heaven kind of thing. It's that's it's, right. it's just something that's it's less traveled. And the more and more that you apply or I should say this, the more and more that you acknowledge these feelings of awkwardness, like what am I doing? This is stupid. All that stuff that's going on in your head. The more and more that you keep stepping over, the more and more that you keep pushing yourself to work against those emotions and those feelings that you're feeling, the more and more that it's just going to become a natural part of who you are. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. And you want it, you know, my, my goal is to be the most authentic expression of who I really am. Right. And the good thing is, is that I get to decide who I want to be. Right. Um, you know, and I could see, I could see where maybe it's not natural for you to go in and hug your wife because maybe at your house, the only time your dad hugged your wife is or his hugged your mom is when he wanted something. Right. And maybe her response is, okay, you're hugging me. What do you want? Mm-hmm. And you're so afraid to get rejected like it, there's a yes. lot of vulnerability in putting yourself it out is. there and and you're afraid to get you know told no or rejected or accused of wanting something when all you really want to do is change and i think that's why you know i would say and you know and Jeannie and i are kind of in this spot right now because she's growing in an area where it's like honey what do you want and she goes i don't know i don't know, I don't know. Yeah. and it's like Okay, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. You, uh, it's already time. We already talked. This is, no. that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, this. Uh, Did you understand that? Yeah, I didn't know it was already going to be time to wrap it up. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to do that sometimes, but, um, you know, it, when I'm asking her, what do you want? She's never really taken the time to think about what she wants. She's a mom. She puts the kids before herself on a consistent basis. Right. If it's something to better her life, it's not priority. What's priority is what's best for the kids, right. what's best for me. So when you go to her and you say, look, I'm not really happy with the way I'm coming home i i want to do something here that makes you feel loved and appreciated Mm -hmm. because i love you right and she might look at you and go what What? huh you yeah what you've done with my husband that's right (laughs) what have you done (laughs) you know so it's like what would make you feel special Mm -hmm. what what makes you what would make you think that i'm thinking about you and that i can't wait to get home right to tell you i love you what is that she very well might say, I don't know, but I can guarantee this, she'll start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, you know, there's something to be said about knowing somebody is intentionally trying to become a better person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first response may be, oh, this is never going to last, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what she got from her parents, and she'll have to work through that. Um, right. But what you're going to do is you're going to 
by figuring out how you're hardwired, it'll kind of show why you're so tripped up in some of these things. It'll actually give you an advantage in rewriting the script. I think sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to be better, to yeah. be great, to yeah. be to be that person that you want to be. Give yourself permission to be that. Don't listen to those voices that said you would never add up to anything. Don't listen to the voices that said you're the worthless husband. Don't listen to those voices that that have told you repeatedly how awful you are. Right. Give yourself permission to be the best husband, father, you know, um, that you have set out to be and really start overcoming those voices that mm -hmm are those repeaters that you keep hearing. I don't think people give themselves permission. Yeah. Or I, even know they could. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I, and I've got to tell you, and I, and I know that I speak for Rita in this, which I will rarely ever do, but we've had to overcome those voices mm -hmm. to get to where we are um, and to better ourselves. Right. And I'm sure, you know, at one of these meetups that we'll do eventually at some point, you'll get the opportunity to interact with our spouse and, and I believe they'll authenticate what we're saying. We're mm -hmm. not just here wrapping the mic no. to, you know, to, to put something out that we're not authentically living. Right. Um, so, wow, that episode went a lot faster than I anticipated. And maybe it was me belly aching in the beginning that took up so much time. But I hope that something we gave you today, I'm confident something we gave you today is helpful. Yes. So, uh, and we'll get it in the notes. We'll go to the show notes here. The disc assessment and the Gallup Strength Finder, G-A-L-L-U-P. If you take those two, maybe you already have, um, but if you take those two assessments, the disc um, will give you an analysis of what your dominant personalities are, or the more dominant, how you're hardwired, and then the um, the Gallup Strength Finder will kind of give you for free or for fifteen bucks, I think it'll give you your five top strengths that will help you to see, you know, this is how maybe you're not acting this way, right? But this is how you're wired, and you can utilize this to begin the next step of right. rewriting the script mm -hmm. in your life. And we say it, you know, I say it all the time, and I'm just going to keep saying it. Live on purpose for a purpose. You've got to. Yes. That's what gives your life meaning. So live on purpose, guys. All right, so reach out to us if you'd like to on our email with the Gmail. That's man versus marriage podcast at gmail.com. That's right, man vs, not BS, man vs marriage podcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us at MVSM podcast or hit us up on the Facebook. And you know what? I haven't mentioned in a, in a couple episodes our dead gum website. We got one oh. of those <laughs> man versus marriage podcast.com. Come check it out. We got blogs. We got shows. There's pictures of the studio. I mean, there's all kinds of fun things. You can even comment. Yep. Send it to us. Follow us. Like us. All those, all those kinds of things. But hey, thanks for listening. And uh, we will be back with an upper, another episode of Man versus Marriage.